Good afternoon. This is Dee Dee Banks, and I am so happy to be able to come before you and speak to you today because life is not promised. I'm doing well. I'm healthy. I stay at home, and I hope that you're doing the same and that you're healthy and that your family is healthy, and God bless those who have lost family and friends uh, due to this dangerous virus, and I hope that the Lord comforts your soul and uh, get you back to where you were before. As we all know, uh, we are born and then we have to die. Unfortunately, this way that we are dying is, is not a good thing because we are not able to be with our friends and loved ones uh, at the time that they come down with this disease. We are all uh, quarantined and our lives, our friends' lives are in the hands of uh, the healthcare uh, industry to pray over them, to comfort them uh, during this this tough time. So I give honors to all those frontline responders, you know, the healthcare workers, you know, all of the essential workers who are out there trying to keep us uh, up and going, feeding us and, and taking care of us and doing all the things that, that we need uh, to have done for us to keep our country going. Um, we uh, want to make sure that when the census comes around, it has been around, that you go online and that you get counted, your household is counted for the census because African Americans have been undercounted over the last 10 years and we need to be counted because this virus has exposed how many African Americans and Hispanics and Latinos do not have health care. It's not right. Um, I have heard uh, rumors of uh, people who have gone to the hospital, have they been treated due to their social status and being turned away uh, because of no health care. So, uh, family, it's important that we uh, be accounted for and it's important that we make it to the polls this year. I don't care if you're blind, crippled, and crazy. We have got to get out and vote uh, this election more than ever before because it has shown us, this country has shown us how unprepared we really, really are. And we need leadership that is going to put us in the position that we will be able to respond efficiently and quickly and efficiently when something like this uh, attacks us. This has been devastating. And African Americans have been targeted the most. So family, if you're an African American, it's important that you stay home. Okay? Uh, If you can. I know that we are hurting financially. Um, Some of uh, us, our people, have lost jobs. Things have shut down. But I thank God for the stimulus check. I don't know if you've received yours yet. I haven't. And there's many that I know that haven't received it yet. But um, there's the stimulus check that keeps you afloat just for a little bit because that's not a lot of money. But unemployment, they're giving $600 extra uh, for your unemployment. So, you know, we can't be greedy and we have to think about our lives, our health and being exposed to others who are... uh, asymptomatic 
too that don't know they have it. They're going around functioning with no symptoms, but they're uh, infecting other people. So this is a very dangerous time for Hispanics, Latinos, and African Americans that we think wisely and we need to stay home. We need to stop chasing things in life that really, really don't matter. Material things that really, really don't matter. We just need the basics, the the essential things that we need right now to get us through this virus. The weather is getting ready to get hot here in the next week or so. So they said that that's going to change a few things. But until they come up with testing that we can be tested, I think that it's best to stay as close to home as you can. And if you're working, wash your hands and wear your mask. Don't be going to these parties. Don't be going to these concerts. Don't be going to these um, uh, hairdressers and barbers and things like that. I know it's hard to 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 say we are we are, most of us are looking just as you know we're looking unkept a little bit but I tell you um what I discovered from this I tell you my nails I've been getting my nails done for 42 years the toes and the hands fingers uh for 42 years and when um they shut down the nail salons and I could not go I was forced to uh, do my own nails only to discover that underneath when I took that acrylic off of my nails, my nails are damaged. My toenails are damaged. My fingernails are damaged. My hair, I had four inches of, I lost four inches of my own natural hair from from not um, getting my ends cut. The hairdressers were just putting stuff in my hair. They weren't cutting my ends. And that's my own fault because I, I wasn't paying attention. But I lost four inches of hair. I had like almost 18 inches of length and I lost four of it uh, to split ends. So it made me realize that I need to stay away from those places and I need to do my own hair and I need to do my own nails after giving up all that money, um, you know, for these years, uh, having other people do things for me because it's just more convenient. But it's a life lesson for me. I have beautiful hair and I'm sure... Uh, you have beautiful hair too. So many women have beautiful hair. Whether you have hair or not, um, it's important that we take control of our uh, bodies and do things ourselves and have control of what's going on with our hair, our nails, our health, uh, because out there the hospitals don't care about us. So we need to take better care of our health, eat right. Stop eating all these bad foods because when that virus comes down on us, that our immune system is so weak because we have so many uh, pre-existing illnesses that our bodies can't handle that virus. So that's why we're dying at a fast pace. So we need to take better care of ourselves. It's fine and it's fun to go and to have other people take care of our hair and our nails. But I'm just saying that we have to take time and take a look and learn how to do our own selves so that we're not caught in a situation where we are dependent on someone else when things like this uh, happen. Amen. Also, uh, this epidemic has brought a lot of domestic violence into the homes and um, people are just not being able to get along with one another. Husband and wives or boyfriends and girlfriends are fighting one another and abusing one another. And so we've got 
uh, a lot of that going on. The statistics are very, very high. So we have to be careful of that, family. Um, I know when things are open, you know, we're free to go and come anytime you want to. And Bobo or, or, or Momo, you know, when you have something other something some other interests on the outside it just helps keep uh the fire down but when you have to look at one another look at your kids look at your husband look at your boyfriend look at your job look at your friends i mean we have been forced to take a look at our lives you look in the mirror you gotta look at yourself i mean it is so serious and it's a way of god letting us know um what we need to be doing you know we get so busy running to and fro doing all these busy things but when the uh, rubber meets the road a lot of the things that we do are so unimportant and we forget to know who God really is we can't develop that relationship we can't hear what he's saying to us you know we don't have time to read the word we don't have time to to uh, uh, you know just do anything that's that is uh, that are things that build a quality uh, lifestyle. Our children are running amok. Now, family, you have a you're forced to do your homework with your kids because everything is online. So you have to spend time with your kids. You can no longer pawn them off on the school. You can't pawn them off on the babysitter. You have to look at your children and spend time with your children. And you would be surprised where they are in their minds, uh, where they are uh, academically, where they are socially. Uh, you know, it's it's time to get involved with our children. Um, a lot of bullies are out there. So this is the time to find out if you have a bully, if your children are bullies. Uh, are they the ones out here causing all this chaos amongst each other, spreading hate and uh uh, torturing other children. It's time to take a look at your children and it's time to, um, you know, turn to the Lord, get to know who Jesus Christ is, a relationship with Christ, so that when something comes down upon us, we are able to withstand it because we have Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen. I'm telling you right now that it's so, so important to know the Word of God and to have that relationship with Christ for times such as this. Another thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, social media. Social media has been up more than ever before, and it makes so much sense because we are confined uh, in the house, and all we have is is television and social media. So um, uh, Bubble, Tinder, and Grinder. I had never heard of any of these um, before, but uh, in the month of March, um, it went from 9.3 million to 10.2 million. Isn't that amazing? Social media. And Tinder alone had 3 billion swipes in March. So that's telling me that this is what we are doing. We are out there communicating in cyberspace we are dating and talking and and i hope not meeting up but uh, setting up to meet up and uh and you just have to be careful out there family because you don't know who you're dealing with um out there on that social media social media will bring on a lot of uh things like catfishing ghosting gaslighting uh and love bombing love bombing is 
really big, you know, people, um, you know, they catfish you and pretend like they're so in love with you and you get all caught up into what you think they look like or what they're saying to you and then you end up being in a mental mess because you uh, spent time believing these things. Now, if you are the type of person that takes this stuff for face value and you're doing it for fun, that's fine and dandy. You might be a a narcissist, who knows? Uh, But anyway, for the average person who is looking for love, you have to be very, very, very careful at this time because uh, these people on social media are using it as a platform to bully people, take advantage of people taking their money, you know, stealing your heart, uh, breaking your heart. Um, Just so many things are involved in social media. And make sure you're watching your children and uh, making sure that they're not meeting up with people um, that are older than them or they're doing something that is illegal or something very harmful to them. So this is a eye-opening time that uh, we are supposed to be really, really paying attention to our lives and what the devil has in store for you, okay? Because the devil is truly using this time to take us out, and we have to be mindful of it. They are going to open up America here pretty soon. Georgia has already opened. They're opening up tomorrow. All the barbershops, all the non-essentials are open up in Georgia. And some other states, the governors are opening them up too. Uh, Vegas is not opening up just yet. They're trying to figure out how they're going to do that, um, which is a big loss to us. I love Las Vegas since I've moved on this part of the country. I love me some Vegas, but unfortunately, that is a very dangerous city at this time due to everything is is so close quarters and and. Uh, you know, touchy and and uh, it's a lot of people. So uh, I'm praying for the city of Las Vegas uh, that they come back, bounce back very soon, and figure out a figure out a way that they can open up so that we will all be safe. You know, this country will never be the same again, family. Never, ever, ever. Why is because we don't know about this virus. It's it's very dangerous and. We don't know what's going to kill it completely. They're going to come out with a vast vaccine that I would not trust because we don't know what's going to be in the vaccine. But we just need to, we're going to have to be uh, distant with one another uh, as far as church. I don't know how we're going to deal with, go forth with church anymore, you know, um, being in close quarters and praying with each other and hugging one another and holding hands and praying over each other. I mean, it is a whole different ball game now that I'm, I'm truly, truly concerned about, but I have given it to God and I, I just ask him to help us, uh, figure this thing out because we'll never be the same again. Um, and we need to be doing a lot of praying family. Um, the next thing that I wanted to really go into was, um, at this time, you know, when the, when the country opens up, we are going to um, be dealing with each other in a way that is different than ever before. Like I say, and I'm talking about relationships 
and I wanted to share with you. Now, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, um, but when it comes to love and relate relating to one another, men and women, you know, relating to one another, it's something that I love. I've always loved. I've always had an interest in, and I discovered that from me dating myself and uh, connecting with other people who have been in the dating world and what they have gone through and the challenges of um, the life of being single, um, even married too, but but single. And there is a personality uh, disorder out there that I wanted to share with you all that I have been talking about in other episodes, but I haven't been able to get into details because it is so deep. This personality disorder is so uh, devastating. It will devastate you. And I pray if you have the disorder, the narcissist disorder, that I'm praying for you that you get healed uh, from this thing. It's something that happens in, in your childhood and... Um, men and women when they when they become a narcissist um it's something that they they're they're just callous people they have no feelings they don't care for anyone but themselves and you they do a lot of love bombing you know they come into your life and they make you feel like they're in love with you i mean they it's a, it's called a love bomb and they drop that bomb on you and you don't know if you're coming or going and you are so sucked into the beauty. If they're good looking, you're so so sucked into um, their personality because they know the right things to say. Their sex is incredible. Just everything about them. But once they come into your life and they get, you're called a supply. And so once they come into your life and they get you, 100%, you know, because their goal is to get you caught up 100%. And then once they get your heart 100%, well, you don't want anybody else because that love bomb is so powerful. Then they dump you. They ghost you. A lot of them ghost you. And what ghosting means, I'm sure you know already, means that people just disappear. And they disappear for months or weeks or sometimes years without any explanation after they love bomb you. So here you are heartbroken and devastated. You don't know what uh, what went wrong. You don't know what happened. So you can get that or when they come into your life and once they get you 100%, they tell you that you're crazy. They start doing things to you. You catch them doing things and then they claim that they didn't do them. They're big liars. Um, so they lie. They cheat. And I just... You know, I am praying that you don't meet them if you haven't met them. And if you have met them, you're going to have to ask God to deliver you uh, from such a devastating uh, relationship, what has happened to you. And so it's it's a, uh, I'll say it's a spirit of Satan, okay? Because when you are, a, when you are a man or woman of God, you will never have those, these traits. There's no way that you would have traits like this. This is these traits that I am finding uh, about a narcissist is nothing of God at all. And so if you're a loving person, if you're a person that is looking for a serious relationship, look up the definition of 
a narcissist, okay? I'm saying this because when I found out uh, what it who what that personality type was, I discovered when I look back in my life and the ones, that, you know, when I was single and dating, the ones that I cared for the most, the ones that hurt me the most had those characteristics of the narcissist. So I do not want you, if you haven't experienced what I'm talking about yet, I do not want you to ever go through that uh, ever again. I've I've only been in love a couple of times in my life, but when I did fall in love, I fell very, very hard and I um, was devastated. And you know, when you live in, uh, I tell you, I uh, the Washington D.C. area, Maryland, the D.M.V. Maryland, Virginia D.C. I tell you, them them brothers taught me a lot. Okay, I learned a lot because I was a woman that uh, came from, uh, was raised in U. Well, not raised in Utah, but anyway, I left Utah at a very young age. I married at a very young age, and I moved away from here. But it's something about the East Coast men. Oh my goodness! If they didn't teach me something, oh my God! But I tell you, I love the experience. I love. Uh, living on the East Coast for 30 years, I enjoyed it. I had a great life. But I tell you what, there are some games there, okay? And uh, and when I discovered that I had dated a few narcissists, I was like, oh my God, this needs to be exposed. Because uh, when I read stories, I even bought the, a book uh, that that a guy wrote And the name of the book is called, let me get it, it is called Prepare to Be Tortured. And it's by A.B. Jameson. And it says, the price you will pay for dating a narcissist. Okay, so um, this book was written, uh, oh, okay, he's a psychologist, okay, And this is what it says on the back of the book. It says, the first book by a psychologist, Andrew Jameson, begins with a cracking fictional story based on actual events and peppered with facts. Further chapters chapters give insight into all things narcissistic, but laced through with personal anecdotes and humor. Invaluable advice and firsthand experience this is the book everyone should have as part of their dating syllabus, okay? So, it says also, you have finally found the partner of your dreams and everything is rosy. Then before you know it, life becomes a living hell. How could this have happened to you? Well, A.B. Jameson, he breaks it down. And, uh... That is, I've been reading it, and it's an awesome book. And I also uh, read online, uh, it's Quora. Um, and they talk a lot about narcissist personality. And I was so devastated. So I'm just bringing this up because now that there's hardly any human touch anymore, you know, we can't, we can't, how we meet people today is very different. And if you're out, if you're a sexual person, And, um, you know, you need to be uh, in a sexual uh, relationship uh, with someone. I just say you have to be careful. You've got two things up against you. You've got uh, the virus that's out there, asymptomatic people, 
asymptomatic people, excuse me, uh, have that virus with no symptoms. They need to be tested just like back in the day that, you know, you, you required someone to go get that test to see if they had AIDS or not before you had sex with them. Now it's the same thing with this virus. They need to be tested. Okay. And even you can't even test that really because some of these tests are false. They may say negative, but you may be positive. So it's so scary out there, family. So, um, We've got that that we have to deal with, and you've got personality disorders that you got to deal with, and you have to be mentally strong in order to deal with this beast of a personality and the beast, this virus, okay? So just be careful out there on social media, meeting people, uh, talking to people that you have not met, and even when you meet them, you really don't know them. You got to get to know people these days in order to find love. You know, you really need to pray about it, and you really need to know what you want. You can't be out there just blindly just going to and fro, and you really don't know what you want in a relationship. If you're not interested in marriage, that's fine too. You're only looking for companionship. That's fine too. But when it comes to that sexual thing, getting close to someone and having sex with someone, baby, you are headed for a living hell, a life in hell, because people are playing serious games uh, on the mind tricking the mind so you uh and i'm praying for those that are the ones that are the 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 evil ones that are putting all this stuff on out there and tearing up people's hearts and causing so much destruction and and separation and division because you you know you're careless and you can't love because this world is uh should be built on love And I am so thankful to see this virus has brought people closer together. There's been a lot of um, musicians, well, people who are, um, um, what can I say, Uh, actors, actresses, uh, musicians, uh, comedians. People are coming together that have money and they're donating thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, into funds to help. Um, African-Americans, people who have lost their lives and and they're trying to come together and uh, donate masks and, um, you know, the needs of the hospital so that we can be taken care of better than this country has been taking care of us. And we have to take care of one another and we need to take care of each other's well-beings, our hearts. Okay, we have to love one another better than we've been loving one another in the past. And this virus has shown what we really, really need to do. We need to come together as one because nobody cares about us. So if nobody cares about us, we need to care about us. And we need to care about each other. Instead of tearing each other down, we need to teach our children to love. And we need to love better, you know. And, you know, this love bombing, I love love bomb. You know, if you're going to love bomb, let it be real, the real bomb, you know, love and love sincerely. If you have a personality disorder that you are callous and uh, you really don't have empathy or sympathy for people, you need help. You need to go and see a psychiatrist. But first of all, you need to go to Jesus and ask. You need to have a relationship with Christ and get delivered from that thing. 
And I'm serious about that. You need to be delivered from it. I say it, I'm repetitive. I say it over and over again, but it's so important in this day and time. So I'm not going to be on. I've been talking for, looks like 27 minutes now, but I'm going to sign off because I don't want to put you to sleep. But in any case, um, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. And what we need to do is we need to um, stay together, you know, be strong and stay home. Okay, so stay together, stay strong and stay home during this time until this and until this epidemic uh, calms down, you know, and get out of our neighborhood. We rebuke that thing. Satan, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And that virus is of Satan. So we rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. Okay, and we want to stay safe. Protect your family. Protect your friends. Love one another. Call one another. Text one another. Video chat one another. Whatever you may do. But let's keep social dis- social um, uh, interacting with one another. Uh, social distance- distancing as our number one priority in washing our hands. Amen. And uh, building our immune system, okay? Google how to build a stronger immune system. Let's eat right. Let's get out and exercise so that we can feel better. Let's fight this thing together, okay? Let's save one another, all right? I love you, and thank you for listening. Um, Let me pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. We thank you for allowing us to live today. We thank you for allowing us to enjoy this day, to breathe, to see, to walk, to feel. Just everything that makes up the human body, Father God, we thank you today. Lord, we ask that you bless those that have lost loved ones during this epidemic, Father. Comfort their hearts. Bring them closer together, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Bring the families closer together, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you touch the hearts and the minds of your people that we know and that we know that you are our Lord and Savior, Father God. And without you, we are nothing. Father God, show us how to love one another better. As an African-American woman and African-American men and children, God, help us to come together stronger than ever before and help us and show us how to love better and save better and, and learn to have a relationship with you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, not only just African-American, but all uh, of your people, the Hispanics, the Latinos and Latinas, Father God, we are dying at a fast pace. Lord, and we ask that you cover us with your blood as we're out there working on the front lines to protect the people and, and, and are getting infected by helping others, Father God. We ask that you cover us with your blood, with your protection, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We love you, God, and we ask that you bless our finances, Father. Bless our finances, Father God, so that we can still function and and do what it is that we need to do uh, to keep things going uh, in our neighborhoods and and, uh, just in our lives, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you keep us close to you. 
No matter what happens, Lord, we ask that you keep us close to you. Those that are unsaved, Father, we ask that they get saved. We want to spread the gospel everywhere we go and to let people know that you are the joy and the peace of this world. And without you, we won't be happy. There won't be peace. There won't be love. There won't be joy because that's what you are. And if if we don't have you in our lives, there's no way that we can be happy, Father God. And we ask that you open the minds of your people. Lord, we love you. We just going to keep on praising you. Keep us safe no matter what. And those that are ignorant and don't know no better, Father God, watch over them too, Father. In the name of Jesus, watch, watch over the nursing homes, Father God, the elderly, the sick. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, fill our tables with food, Father. Some people are going hungry. We ask that you help us help the poor and the needy, Father. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. And we're going to keep on praising you through the good and through the bad. And we know we're going to get through this. Because we have to go through something to get to something. And we know that to get through that something is on that other side. After we get get through with this that we're going through. We're going to get through it. We know it, Father. We have faith that you're going to bring us through. Okay? Without a spot or a wrinkle. And we look forward to it, God. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' matchless and marvelous name. Amen. Okay, family, that's it. I've gone on too long, and I will be talking to you soon, and we're going to be talking more about this narcissistic uh, narcissistic personality. I'm going to give you uh, stories that I've uh, from people who have posted things uh, online about different experiences about what they went through with the narcissist. And uh, I'm going to share it with you because I want you to have a happy summer. It's going to get hot. Spring has sprung and it's time to have some fun, but at a distance. Okay. And so we're going to, I'm going to arm you with some information that's going to help you protect your heart and be mindful and watchful of that enemy, that narcissist personality that's out there destroying people's lives. Okay, so until then, I'll talk to you soon. Be blessed.